It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Six of time, it's Wake Up Wyoming, it's a Wednesday, so yeah, like Jim is telling me with his usual hump day poem, over the hump we go. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear, because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? By the end of the day, those underwear should be just something completely gone. Warning, this show contains reference to guns, liberty, limited government, low taxation, the cult of climate change, free thinking, cigar smoking, short people, rubber chickens, Karen's bureaucracy, liberal buzzwords, tour runs, traffic, toilets, terrible jokes, and more. No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee. And feel free to participate. This disclaimer does not refer to every person named Dave. Just one particular Dave from San Francisco. We know a lot of Daves. They call the show all the time and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Okay, this first topic here is a little on the complex side, but I need your opinion on it. There's a bill in Wyoming that's been offered up. It's been it's making its way through, which is unusual during a budget session, but it has to do with your property taxes. So this is important, right? The bill would eliminate most Wyoming property taxes, but in order to do so, hike sales taxes 2%. Now, I'll go through this, what this means. In order to make up for the loss in property taxes, they'll hike sales taxes. So you don't have any property. Okay. Yeah, I, hang on. There's some details before you groan and roll your eyes about it. But here's the question I still have, and I've been asking this. I'd like someone to explain it to me. And I'm going to give you just just some fake numbers for sake of argument, right? Let's say your property taxes uh, were, I don't know, uh, $200 a year. I mean, forget, just, just for the sake of argument, right? And then because the market was artificially inflated, suddenly your property taxes went up to $300 a year. Now, if we bring it back down to $200 a year, your county starts to scream bloody murder. Well, we need that money. Well, you were doing fine when you're only getting $200 a year from me. What do you need $300 for? How about just bring it down to what it was before? They, they keep yelling, well, what are we going to do without this money? You're getting to, you're getting more money than you've ever gotten. I don't seem to understand. I Like some gentleman in Laramie asked me the question a while ago. When my property taxes went up, I kept looking for new services, he said. Where's all these extra services I'm getting because of my property taxes going up? And he's not. Fact is, the county's not doing anything it wasn't doing before. So why do they need the extra money? I really would love to have that explained. But okay, here's the idea. From Cowboy State Daily. If a blockbuster tax reform proposal from Casper Republican State Representative Steve Harshman goes the distance... Most property taxes in Wyoming would be eliminated, so no property taxes, in lieu of hiking up the state sales tax by 2%. Harshman, the sponsor of House Bill 203, which would remove all property taxes for an estimated 97% 
of Wyoming homeowners. In turn, again, your sales tax goes from 4% to 6%. He told Cowboy State Daily he considers the legislation as representing the most significant tax reduction of Wyoming history and a change to a property tax structure that changed little since the 1800s. My biggest problem with the way we do property taxes across the country, well, just the fact that we have them, all right, but the, the, the way that they're calculated is so convoluted, nobody really understands it, including the people who calculate them. But all right, the bill passed the House Revenue Committee on Tuesday, 8 to 1, after Harshman urged the committee not to delay the proposal until the upcoming interim session. Our people need and want this, he said. So here's how it works. Now, on the one hand, you might like the idea, so my property taxes go away? Okay. I'm asking you just to consider all of this. This is what he has in mind. The bill exempts $200,000 of fair market value of the assessment of a single-family residential property for this current tax year. Every year after, $1 million of fair market value would be exempt. So if your home, if I'm understanding this right, the million-dollar exclusion would remove all property taxes for homes valued at a million dollars or less. So just to pick a number again out of thin air, if you had a ho- if you have a house that's worth three hundred thousand dollars, you wouldn't have any property taxes. So what do we do in lieu of that? Because your county is going to scream bloody murder. We need that money. The additional two percent sales tax collected in return would be transferred to a property tax reduction and replacement account run by the state. Money from this account would be distributed to county treasurers under the same distribution now used for property taxes, which would be used to reimburse each county and government entity from the four, uh, $460 million in lost property taxes they could expect from exemptions starting in 2025. This is a quote. Our golden goose, we're going to keep it whole, Harshman said. To pass the bill, Harshman was able to win over Wyoming Freedom Freedom Caucus Republicans. Representative Tony Locke, Republican Casper, said he supports the bill. Uh, It's House Bill 203, if you want to read it, because it allows taxpayers to more easily dictate their total taxes with their purchases. And again, a lot of you out there, would love the idea if you're a homeowner, you're a property owner of some kind. So my property's worth a uh, million dollars or less. Therefore, I don't have any property taxes. And you pay your taxes when you go out and purchase something. All right. Now, as for some pushback, there always is. Representative Liz Story, or uh, Democrat Jackson, was the only member of the committee to vote against the bill, House Bill 203, on Tuesday. Most of the single-family properties in her community in Teton County are valued at more than a million dollars. She says she's concerned about the volatility of sales tax revenue. In a future recessionary event, for example, if the economy suddenly tanks and people are not spending that much money, that means that taxes coming in tank. See, with property taxes... It doesn't matter what the economy does, the property tax still comes in. But when it comes, unless people are foreclosing, right? But with sales taxes, 
people purchase more, the state gets more. People purchase less, the state gets less. All right, so Laramie resident and business owner Brett Glass spoke against the bill, saying it would cause younger workers who rent their homes to leave the state because they will not be able to continue to live in Wyoming because of the sales tax increase. I don't think the sales tax increase would be that bad to make them get up and leave. And by the way, he should remember that property if a young person is renting an apartment and property taxes go up on the owner of the apartment, then his rent's going up. All right. It would severely hurt small businesses. Not only uh, will we not be able to fund workers, but our sales are going to get hurt everywhere. Uh, Ashley, let me see, Harp Stress, I think is how you pronounce it. Executive Director of Wyoming Taxpayers Association offered a similar take. Not only will this affect spending decisions for those investing in million-dollar purchases, but big sales is regressive, and it will cause undue burden on those contemplating buying things like diapers. Harshman said the bill is uh, projected to create roughly $40 million in surplus, which I always doubt those numbers whenever they, they – well, like anything, they love to make it sound like it's going to do much better than it is. That's one of the many reasons you find me against wind and solar because they always tell us how much energy it's going to produce at such a cheap price. Well, it's far more expensive than it's, they, they ever said it was going to be. And it never produces as much energy as projected. But okay, any remaining money, the local government payments are distributed by the Wyoming Department of Revenue, can be accessed as a sales tax refund for anyone who pays both severance taxes and sales taxes in Wyoming. So let me do that again. Any remaining money after the local government payments are distributed by the Wyoming Department of Revenue can be accessed as a sales tax refund for anyone who pays both severance taxes and sales taxes in Wyoming. Before its passage, Harshman gave a final plea to a committee to consider the bill after three full meetings spent discussing it. So he mentioned how out-of-state visitors pay 10 to 15% of Wyoming sales tax revenue, which, by the way, now growing up in Florida, we have so many tourists in Florida that we don't have a state income tax because the tourists pay everything we need in Florida. So we don't need a state income tax. So imagine in Wyoming not having a property tax because, well, not only are we here, but we have so many tourists coming in every single year that help pay a big part of that. He said, don't get into the, uh, don't get into this complicated thing. It's an exemption that's paid for with uh, sales tax, Hartsman said. Uh, many express uh, expenses in Wyoming are exempt from sales tax, like groceries and rent. Okay, so I have a little bit more on this. Jim and Casper, if government got out of everything they shouldn't be involved in, they would have plenty of money. Examples, housing, giving money to private organizations, banking. Yes, and carbon sequestration and garbage like that. Jude and Mills, it's a good bill, but one cent starting in... Hang on a second. This thing just dropped. I'm sorry, Jude. This whole thing. I hate it when it does this. I'm reading someone's comment off the app, and the app decides to update to the next comment, and I lose what I was reading. It's a good thing, but one cent starting in January, uh, two cents, 2025. Uh, Okay, Representative uh, Oakley did not like it, nor did Rob Hendry. Okay. 
all outer buildings are taxed. Oh, are they? I, I haven't read the bill yet. I am right in Evansville. It is not the county screaming. It's K-12 education. They get the lion's share of the property taxes. Oh, no, trust me. Trust me. The counties are screaming, too. Chet and Yoder, I live in Goshen County and shop in Laramie County. Yeah, okay. So, but still, but it wouldn't, don't worry about that, Chet, because if this were to happen, uh, all sales taxes go to the state and the state sends the money back to your community. So it really wouldn't matter. Now, hang on. There's a few more details on this. You know how people are using pronouns these days, like she, him, her, them, theirs. Uh, I want you to start using adjectives when you address me, like spectacular, outstanding, phenomenal, audacious. Glenn Woods. He talks to you, not at you. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio. 626 at the time, it's Wake Up Wyoming. So this is an interesting discussion. If you're just joining me, here's what's happening. And I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version. So the idea of uh, fixing the Wyoming uh, tax problem for uh, property taxes is to get rid of property taxes and replace them instead with a 2% sales tax. And then don't worry about your community because the state collects all those taxes and then divvies it out to the different communities. So as uh, Jed and Yoder was saying, but I, I don't do my shopping in Yoder. That's okay. You'll still get yours. And any extra for certain people can even be a sales tax rebate on that. But you know, the, I'm trying to give you the Reader's Digest version on this. Now, Jim, who's in Casper, uh, I would need to spend about $75,000 to make up having no property taxes. That's okay with me. Yeah, here's what I find really interesting. I have been for many years an advocate of something which I hate the name of it but it's called fair tax it would get rid of the IRS and income tax in favor of what would look like more of a national sales tax although if you're thinking well my everything's going to get more expensive no it won't prices will stay the same if you're wondering how the hell would that work, the short answer is go to fairtax.org, fairtax.org. It's a really interesting system. And this kind of reminds me of that. Now, I also take a look at, and I'm still thinking about it because I haven't really read through all the bill yet, but I'm just kind of thinking out loud about it, okay? One possible benefit to this is it would be no sales tax on properties from a million dollars under. Okay. Again, this is the Reader's Digest version. You have to read the bill to really get this. If that's the case, then that makes Wyoming sort of a property haven for people who want to come to a place where, first off, we don't have a state income tax. That's attractive to people. And then there's no property tax for homes under a certain amount. Hmm. Well, that would certainly be attractive. And so with more people coming in, there would be more tax revenue because there'd be more sales revenue. Interesting. Okay, so you need to read it, though, and consider it. House Bill 203. Story from Cowboy State Daily says, although it provides one of the most aggressive approaches to property tax relief for Wyoming, House Bill 203 will still face some competition to pass into law. There's about 13 bills that they have all trying to deal with this solution. So, all right. That's just the bit of it. I got some more on this, so we can consider it right after the news and information break. That's 
I, again, I think it's it's worth looking at because it's a really interesting idea. Perfect yet? Don't know. Have to take a look at it. But just on the surface, though, the idea seems to be very interesting to me. So I want to investigate it. And if I can get Steve Harshman on, plus some critics of this at the same time, I'll see if we can go ahead and arrange this. Okay, local news coming your way right after local news update on your weather forecast. You and I get back into it. Wake up, Wyoming. Covering world-ending catastrophes for years to come. It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Find content, chat live, and listen on demand on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. Six thirty six at the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. All right, triple eight ninety seven was the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. So if you're just joining me, Reader's Digest version. Interesting bill being offered up in the Wyoming House, which would get rid of property taxes in Wyoming, since we've had a problem with that for homes that are a million dollars or under, and instead replace it with a sales tax. That would, uh, the logic is, more than make up for that. Okay. So one of my ideas with it on the good side is that would allow more and I think would cause more people to come to Wyoming. Because imagine owning property here in Wyoming, living here. Not only do you not have to pay an income tax, but you don't have a property tax as well. But instead, uh, your tax, what you tax is based on what you purchase. And with more people in... That means more tax money coming in, right? Okay. But there's a lot to consider, and you should take a look at the bill. So Chet and Yoder sounds good, seems easy, but it can be a baby buzz, uh, a can of baby buzzworms. Could be, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Read the bill. Listen to the debate. No decisions yet. Jude over there in Mills, and people would build more and upgrade property, making more jobs and more money for people who make those improvements. Jim and Casper's 6% sales tax, which would be the total of sales tax in Wyoming, is less than most states have in income tax. I had John Morning Glenn, and every time an organization touches the money, there is a cost. Well, okay, so, yeah, a lot to consider. One of the things that I would say just, and this is just off the cuff, I haven't made any decisions on this yet, but just off the cuff. One of the things I like is it just simplifies everything because, as I've said to the whole well, even before property taxes really became an issue in Wyoming, one of the things that I really hated was the way property taxes are assessed. Have you ever seen this process? You ever really take a look at it? It's convoluted and subjective. Many times people take a look at their property and go back to the assessor. How the hell did you assess that? How did you think that this is worth that much money? That you got to be crazy. It can't be that much money. This system is really convoluted. And so part of me, since I like to simplify things, that's why I wrote a book called The Uncomplicated Life. I like to simplify whenever possible. This would certainly do that. Forget some convoluted way of assessing your property 
to determine how much you're supposed to be paying. Instead, you don't. If your property, again, is a million dollars or under, you don't pay anything. You pay your taxes when you go shopping. Buy something at a re And not everything is taxed, by the way. If you're thinking retail taxes and everything, not everything is taxed. But those things that are taxed, okay, so you pay a little bit more for it there, right, but you're paying less somewhere else. So it's a much less complicated system. And again, the state collects all the money and then just make sure the counties get what they're supposed to get. Now, it is also true that some county commissioners were there at the initial meeting for this and spoke up against it. They didn't like the idea. So I think there's a lot of discussion that has to take place here. But this is out of all of the proposals to fix Wyoming's broken tax system, as far as property taxes go, this is one of the better ones that I've heard. And I like it more because it's simple. Again, I still have to sit down and read the bill, talk with a few people. And hopefully it's hard to do because it's a session right now. Your Wyoming House and Senate are in session. But I'll see if I can get Representative Harshman on for a short while and maybe some people who are opposed to it with their objections at the same time. Those people who are the decision makers in this whole process. So far as the only one that I know of, as far as legislators go, there's only one person who's against it in the legislators. Uh, And that would be a Democrat. She's from Teton County, where, as you know, Find a house that's a million dollars or less. Good luck. So pretty much every, everybody there would be paying that. Which also makes me wonder, I don't know, I haven't really looked at the bill yet. So why not just do all the property? Why make it a million dollars or less? Why not just do all the property out there? Now, I don't know the answer. I didn't write the bill. But I think that would be worth considering too. Okay. There's a certain, I, I still am in favor of greatly cutting the size of government. I oftentimes report to you folks about what Wyoming is spending money on, the state of Wyoming is spending money on, or even your city or county. And I look at it and think, you know, we could actually do with a lot less money going into government in Wyoming. Our governments in Wyoming, city, county, state, can be a lot smaller than they are right now. 6.42, wake up. The only show broadcasting from a bunker under Devil's Tower. Hey, it's cold down here. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. 6 a.m. weekdays on AM 1030 and FM 95.1. 6.48 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off to the icebox we go where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Frank, I found something that's just going to make your day. I think you're good. It might make your week. Oh, really? Yeah. It's this a, is a bonus for oh, yeah, today. It's a story that, in fact, I'm even going to go out on a limb. It might make the rest of your life, oh, Frank. Okay. okay? It's that good. Okay. A study. I would oh, put that in, well, in quotes. Why, study. Why, why did you ruin it yeah, right off right. the bat? Uh, eating dessert is actually part of a healthy lifestyle. Excellent. Okay. Now, Here that's a study I can relate yes. to. Now, it's not saying that you should just sit there and eat dessert all day. Okay, but but you got to have something every yes. day. Every so often, it is a good idea. The story makes the case to go ahead and satisfy your sweet tooth because when you don't, then eventually you go binge, or you're grumpy. Yes. Oh well, nobody likes you when you're grumpy. But no. if you start to binge, then you're really going ahead. And so, don't go overboard and eat sweets all the time. Don't deny yourself that leads to binging. 
But if on occasion you satisfy your sweet tooth, you're actually doing something healthy, not just for your body. But for your mental. Yes. It's comfort. You've heard of comfort food. Yes. This this, this is the kind of stuff that I need to hear. Okay. See, this is why I said it might just make your entire life, Frank. Yeah, because it it applies not only to dessert. It may apply to steak and potatoes. Sure. So, now this is something. Yes. This is something. Pardon me. This is something I do now and then. If I'm on a long road trip, I don't know why I do this, Frank. If I'm on a long road trip, I'll stop by a convenience store. You know grandma's cookies? Yeah. I'll grab a couple of those. Those are fine. Yeah. And according to this article, that's actually a good thing. That's okay. Because it just seems to satisfy a little sweet tooth. I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but there's some kind of a craving for that there. And then as soon as I have it, it goes away, and I don't have the desire to do that again for months. I I didn't know that cookies can, uh, you know, uh, soothe the savage beast. Uh, It does in me, Frank. It really and, does. And that's fine. Yes, that's so. Okay. Will, will you pick some up for me when you, yes, when you sure. go to the... So that means this weekend, after I had finished dinner on Saturday, I was offered a little bit of ice cream. Oh, there you go. That's guilt-free. Totally. Because, now, if I ate ice cream every single day, that's it, a bad it's gu- thing. It's guilt-free. But it's Don't Saturday. Don't worry about it, Glenn. Yes, and I had a little bit of ice cream. That's actually good for body, mind, and, and soul. your soul. Yes. Well, men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys turned into yet another subpar performance. They were bulldozed by Nevada and Reno last night, 76-58. The head coach, Jeff Linder, picked up two technical fouls in the first half and was thrown out of the game. Shows you how that first half went for the folks. In fact, it was just an awful effort in the first 20 minutes as UW was just 6 of 23 from the field and 2 of 12 from the three-point line. And for the game, the Cowboys shot 41% from the floor and 5 of 19 from three. Brendan Wenzel had 17 points to lead the Cowboys, but leading scorer Sam Griffin had just six. Cowboys have just, they're just an average team, 13 and 13 overall, 6 and 7 in Mountain West play, while Nevada's 21 and 6 overall, 8 and 5 in the lead. The folks will be at home on Saturday night in Boise to, in, in Larry to take on Boise. State. Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team with a home game tonight against Mountain West leader UNLV. The Cowgirls are coming off a tough five-point loss to Colorado State over the weekend to drop the 14-10 and 10 overall, 9-4 and four about West play. UNLV is 12-1 and one in league play and 22-2 and two overall. They look to be the only team in the Mountain West worthy of an NCAA tournament bid. Wyoming lost to UNLV in Vegas 58-51 earlier this season, so the Cowgirls have to be encouraged by that. 6.30 start from the AA in Laramie tonight. Girls high school basketball from over the weekend, first on Friday. Cody over Kelly Walsh, 58 to 29. So KW is 9 and 11 on the year. NC, the Natrona beat Thunder Basin 51-43. So NC improves to 5 and 14. Cheyenne Central over Laramie at 50, 43 to 34. So Central is 15 and 6. Laramie is 11 and 8. Cheyenne East bombed Cheyenne South 59-22. East is 20 and 2 on the year and South is 4 and 16. Also in the 1A ranks, KC over Arvita Claremont 43-234. On Saturday in girls basketball, Buffalo Big over Glenrock 79-28. So Glenrock is 5 and 10 on the year. Hewlett over KC 66-38. KC is 6 and 15 on the season. Arveda Claremont be Midwest 45-39. So Midwest is 3 and 14. Junior college basketball tonight. The Casper College teams will be on the road at Northwest DePaul. Casper College women, they're rated 20th in the country this week with a record of 21 and 5. And the Casper College men have won 5 in a row and they are 18 and 8 on the year. It's going to be a busy time in Casper and high school sports starting on Thursday. State High School 
Wrestling Tournament kicks off at the Ford Center in Casper. will run through Saturday. This is the largest attendance event on the culminating schedule for the Prepsters. It's, it's totally cool. And the first round will be tomorrow, the second round on Friday morning, the semifinals on Friday night. The championship matches will be on Saturday afternoon. The State High School Nordic Ski Championships will be on Casper Mountain. The Freestyle Race will be on Friday morning. And then the Classic Race will be on Saturday morning. So, as much as delighted as you were over the dessert news, oh, yeah, yeah. some years ago, I was working at a radio station in the South, the Deep South, mm-hmm. and I found an article that said pork rinds were actually healthy for you. Oh, I made that audience so happy. I mean, the lines did, just did, lit up. Did you, do you really like pork rinds? I don't, but... And, and, uh, and I don't either. Yeah, but those people who do love it, Southerners. Yeah. Oh, they're healthy? Well, are I'm, they? I'm eating health food. That's what they are. That's what the study says. Yeah. Probably done by a guy who eats pork rinds. Or, or makes them for a living. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Let's wake up, Wyoming. Time is 7.06. It's a Wednesday. We're riding right over that home. All right. Triple eight ninety seven was the phone number. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I like to cover a lot of topics in the morning. So I'm not talking about the same thing all morning long. But this one is interesting. A possible and interesting solution to Wyoming's property tax problem. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear. Because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? I'm happy at the end of my day. My underwear is just not there anymore. Okay, so here's... The deal. The story I'm reading from is on Cowboy State Daily. Uh, it's about a proposed property tax bill by Steve Harshman, who is a Republican and I uh, believe Speaker of the House. He's out of Casper, Wyoming. So the idea is this. For people, and I'm giving you the Reader's Digest version, right? For people making, or, or I'm sorry, your homes are worth a million dollars or less, you don't pay any more property tax. Instead, we will have just an increase in the state sales tax. Now, if you're thinking, oh, Lord, that's going to be a lot, not as much as you might think, but a bit of an increase in the state sales tax in lieu of a property tax. And that would, for those people whose properties are a million dollars or less, would just eliminate anything that they have to pay. Now, if you're wondering, how does your county get the money? The state collects all the prop, all the taxes and just sends what is needed to the counties. There, that's just done. Not everything is taxed. Not everything has a sales tax to it. All right. So the bill is House Bill 203, if you want to read that. And the sales tax would jump up by 2%. I believe that makes us a total of 6% sales tax for the state of Wyoming. And I look at this as, well, that would cause more people to move to Wyoming it, w- it would because, hey, now you don't have a income tax in Wyoming or a property tax for a lot of people. And also a lot of our taxes, about uh, anywhere between 10 and above 10%, maybe up to 15% of our sales taxes are paid 
by Taurus as it is, so that takes up a big chunk of it there. So there's a lot to think about here with this proposal. All right, well, Don, who's in Laramie, morning, Don. Replacing property taxes with sales tax does nothing about the current rapid increase in assessed property values. The typical homeowner would likely have to pay property taxes again in just a few years. Well, that's assuming that their property would get up to a million dollars is what he's thinking. Or above it. Now, my for Mr. Harshman, I asked the question, well, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him in person yet, but I would like to ask him, so, okay, um, why not just not have any property tax? One Democrat out of Teton County didn't like the idea because who in Teton County has a property that's below a million dollars? So all of Teton County would still be paying property taxes, right? Okay, so just some interesting things to consider on this. But the idea of how it works is uh, the bill exempts $200,000 of the fair market value assessment for a single family or residential property for this current tax year, for this year. After that, every year, uh, it's a million dollars or less of the fair market value. Now, I was even, Jim and Casper tossed out the idea, then what would you need a county assessor for? Well, you still would need a a county tax assessor, but the office could be a lot smaller because there's a lot less to attack, uh, to assess. And my thought is, well, hey, um, our current property assessment to figure out what your taxes are in your property is such a convoluted system. I like the idea of simplifying the system this way. So there are some people in favor and they love the idea. There's some people opposed to the idea. I'm looking at it right now thinking, I don't know, I'd like to talk about it a little bit because I like the idea of simplifying things and this seems a whole lot simpler. And for those people who rent, there are a lot of renters out there. For those people who rent, you might be thinking, well, I don't pay property tax. Yes, you do. It's in your rent. And if your rental property, whether it's a house or it's an apartment complex, if the property tax goes up, your rent is going up. So this would help out that as well. All right. Jude in Mills, and they would be there would be a pot full of money. Only what is needed, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be a pot full of money. Only what is needed for the account. That's another thing I thought was interesting about this, Judy, is with this idea, the state only needs so much money to send to the counties. And if they collect more than that, then there can be refunds. Interesting idea. Okay. Which is an idea I would like to explore a little bit more. Is that there's a lot of property tax relief solutions out there. This is one of the less complex ones that I've ever seen. Which makes me think I'd like the idea uh, at first hearing it, at first blush. I kind of like the idea. But I want to look into it a little bit more to see what this would be. But imagine for a, a lot of you homeowners out there, you just don't have any property tax anymore. But you're still, we're all paying something just when we go shop retail. Our sales tax goes up another couple of cents. So do, how much tax do you pay? Well, it depends on how much you purchase. Now, there, one of the uh, critics said, but yeah, but if we go into a recession, then aren't we collecting less money? Because not as many people are shopping. And my thought is, yeah, but if we go into a recession, there's also a lot of foreclosures. So who's collecting money then? Uh, I guess you could still make that argument too. All right. 
a lot of interesting things to consider on this. So I'm just putting this off to the side as I kind of like the sound of the idea. I want to explore it a little bit more to see if it's something that the state of Wyoming does. And I still want to know why not just why have it a million dollars or less? I have to see how they ran the numbers to figure that out, because I can imagine someone coming along and saying, that's not fair. My property is worth $1,100,000. Now I have to pay the taxes. Yeah, so you can see there could be a bit of a problem there. Why not just get rid of all property tax if you want to do this? And if it does cause more people to move to the state of Wyoming, especially if you can do this for businesses, not just residences. Now, yeah, then a lot more businesses would want to move to the state of Wyoming, too, because it would be cheaper to do business here. They're, that's more tax money coming in, right? All right. So out of all that there is to consider here, we're going to hear a lot more about it over the next few days because this bill got enough approval that it just kind of sailed on through. At the same time, I'd say, though, I still would like to greatly reduce the size of Wyoming governments. And I say governments because we have city, county, state governments. And I still look at all that they do and think they do way too much. They think they're supposed to be doing a whole lot more than they're actually, they should be doing. We can greatly reduce how much money governments in Wyoming spend, get control of that spending, and they're not going to need all that they're currently taking in. I think it's one of the most important things we can, we in Wyoming have very small government compared to many other states. We could make that a whole lot smaller, including your county and whatever town you might be living in or near. We can make that a whole lot smaller and reduce that tax burden even more. So, okay, think about what we actually do need. I I haven't done this in a long time. I'd like to go through the Wyoming budget, and they're in a budget session right now, and see what the state's spending money on and what I would like to just get rid of so we don't have to anymore. Dennis is in Greeley. Hello, Dennis. Hi. I just got to thinking there about this tax, them people, the rich people. Farmers will be paying the tax. Okay. And and Klaus Schwab says you will have nothing and you will own own nothing and you will be happy. Okay. That's one of them big bankers in New York. Yeah. And if they can steal all of the farmer's land by taxing uh, Muslim is Islam is taxed them under poverty. Yeah, well, so, I'm thinking of what you're saying in this way for Wyoming, for people who own homes, this idea of this tax is very beneficial. But a lot of people in Wyoming own farms and ranches, which on paper anyway puts them over that million mark. Yeah. Okay. Way over that million mark. Yeah. So I would like to know then why not just get rid of it for everybody. You know, That's and right. Just have a state income. All right. There's a lot to think about. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. Now, being down in Colorado, you know he's got tax issues. Woke Radio, W-O-K. The shortwave radio station that identifies as a thousand watt FM. Because, you know, we are what we feel, not that we feel what we are. Wake up, Wyoming. Glenn Woods is live on AM 1030 K2 Radio and the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. Seven.
721 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. All right. Phone number is 888-97-WOODS, 888-97-WOODS. And some people texting me off the Wake Up Wyoming app. If you're just joining me, a bill by Speaker of the House in Wyoming, Steve Harshman, is it's an idea that we get rid of the state income, I'm sorry, state property tax. And instead, we just raise our sales tax a little bit to make up for that, which would more than do so. It's it's an interesting proposal, and it's for homes that would be a million dollars or less that would be exempt from this. So what about those a little higher? Well, Jude says it's a progressive tax that at first is a million dollars or less, but in 20 – it goes up to $2 million exempt. Okay. And then – and see, I'm right in Evansville. Uh, if I'm the guy with one million five hundred uh, house, you know, which that's what his, his property's worth, one million five hundred, he would only pay tax on the five hundred. Okay, the value up to one million is exempt under Harshman's bill. He says, okay. Well, I, again, if we can get Mr. Harshman on to discuss his bill a little bit more, it sounds interesting. I'd like to look into it more and think about it before I say yes. But really, just what I've heard so far, I'm thinking this is an interesting idea. I'm, I'm willing to hear some more. Now, also from Cowboy State Daily, Wyoming tax on electricity exports could touch off an arms race if passed. Story says Wyoming's biggest industrial users of electricity have raised red flags with the state panel considering a tax on electricity exports to adjoining states. That could, quote, spark an arms race. On the side of its uh, fraction of a nineteen of nineteen big industrial customers, Rocky Mountain Power, they consume about half of the electricity generated by Wyoming-based unit of uh, Pacific Corp-owned electricity utilities. So, they range from Trona mining, oil and gas operations, chemical plants, other heavy manufacturers. Now, the other side includes six states that have formed a pact with the U.S. West and Northwest, including Wyoming, that may find themselves will duking it out with each other as they shift taxation burdens to other states through electricity exports. Thor Nelson, nothing to do with the Marvel movies. A lawyer, but imagine going through life with a name like Thor, especially today, since Thor is so big. In the Marvel Universe with all the movies. All right. Thor Nelson, a lawyer representing the Wyoming Industrial Energy Customers, the trade group for bigger power users, told the Senate Revenue Committee on Tuesday that an arms race could break out with surrounding states over taxation of power exports. The committee has considered a proposal. If you want to read it, it's Senate File 85 might not advance further than the legislative pipeline. We'll have to see how far it goes. To talk of taxation seems, the story says, to dominate the theme of this capital session. Nelson said that the trade group Rocky Mountain Power and other parties had successfully challenged it in federal court in an effort by the state of Washington to export its tax burden to, for example, Wyoming, which is one of the problems we have. With our utility rates, we end up paying for other states for what they're doing. Especially when it comes to the whole garbage over this cult of climate change nonsense, we end up having to pay for it. Okay, so 
the story says, The Legal Brouhaha. And congratulations to the author of this article for correctly using brouhaha. Began when Washington assessed a tax on carbon emissions, specifically from natural gas-fired plants, as an example, where any electricity sold in the state would receive an offset carbon credit. With the offset in hand, 100% of the state's would be attached to the power export places like Wyoming. So in other words, if we're producing power with by natural gas and coal and we sell it, they're going to tax us for our carbon footprint. Yeah, and so there's something we want to get out of. A 500 megawatt uh, plant is the pushback argument uh, made last year from Wyoming that could lower rates by about 30% uh, in the case filed by Rocky Mountain Power. Quote, Wyoming should not pay its share of that tax because it's unconstitutional. It's an improper way for Washington to exempt, and this would be a state of, to exempt tax burdens to other states like Wyoming. To the extent that Wyoming goes down that same sort of road and creates a tax structure that exempts our own citizens, we're making other states pay. Okay. But then again, we're selling it to them. Well, wouldn't that be unconstitutional? Senator Kale Case, Republican Lander, sponsor of SF-85, argued that the export tax is needed along with two other companion proposals. Neither of those other measures have moved along in the legislature. And we'll see if it does, because there's a lot, there's a lot that they're offering up in this session that has already died and will continue to die because, you know, not just budget session, but the clock is ticking. So they have to get a lot done in a very short period of time. But that's one of the things that drew me crazy about, you know, for example, state of Washington making us pay for a carbon tax because we sell them electricity that we've made from coal and natural gas. Therefore, we have to pay their carbon tax? And you end up seeing that on your electricity bill? Okay, once again, the whole thing gets messy and convoluted. I wonder what would happen if we just decided to say, hey, state of Washington, we're not going to pay that. I mean, if you, they need the power. This is the same as like when Colorado and California and so on... We don't want energy made by your dirty means, coal and gas. Okay. You don't. Well, okay. We're still going to be making it. And so if you want to buy it, here it is. And we'll go ahead and sell it to you. But don't tell us that you're never going to buy the stuff because if you're going all wind and solar, you're going to end up needing electricity because that form of electricity production is unreliable and outrageously expensive and not clean or green or sustainable. So you're going to regret it. Coming up on 7.30, local news coming your way right after local news update on the weather forecast, and you and I get back into it. Uh, Rebecca in Burns. Hey, Glenn. Now, Rebecca, you owe me a second N for my name, so if you'll send just the letter N, please, I'll insert it. This idea seems bad. He moves the burden of value increase of property tax uh, from the estates to the general population. It smacks of collectivism. But then again, Rebecca, if you're paying property taxes, you don't really own your property, do you? It's just something to think about. So wake up, Wyoming.
weekend. Start your day the right way. Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join the conversation at 888-97-WOODS. Seven thirty-six. The time it's wake up, Wyoming. I do have an update, legislative update from. Let me make sure that it's here. Uh, okay, uh, Miss Mary, if you're there, could you double check to make sure that this next one break here? I do. I think I do see the legislative update all queued up and ready to go. But let's make sure. Okay, so let me go back to Rebecca and Burns. Thank you for the letter N, Rebecca. Okay, so she we're discussing this idea of a sales tax instead of a property tax here in Wyoming, which has been proposed. And I said, well, it, it, she and Rebecca didn't like the idea. And I said, well, if you don't have a sales tax, then you actually do own your property. Now, her answer is that's... That isn't an argument. Sales taxes don't define ownership. A property tax is a form of wealth tax. Yes, I think we are, to be fair, no tax should be levied until the wealth is realized. Now, okay, true, but think of it this way, Rebecca. This is why I make that argument. So let's say you are uh, you have a mortgage and you also have property tax. Then one day you're done paying your mortgage. You own that home outright, but you still have to pay your property taxes. What happens if you stop paying your property taxes? Yeah. Then they come along and seize your house, don't they? Do they? Do you really own your house or are you paying rent on it? Okay, now, uh, Jolly Rancher in Douglas. The bill only raises taxes. The sales and use tax makes up for a decrease in property tax revenue. And valuations will continue to go up. Therefore, overall taxes will go up. This is a bad bill. Okay. Uh, and I tell you, if I can get Steve Harshman on, I'll see if I can go ahead and address that. Uh, Wyoming Annie and Cheyenne, in Cheyenne, we already pay a 6% sales tax. If the state increases, if they increase this, uh, another two cents, that's 8%. How about the state quits giving grants, which is really our tax dollars? I do agree the state needs to quit spending so much money. Michelle in Laramie says, raising sales tax will send retail purchases out of state, increasing the need for a property tax. But most people don't live so close to the border like you do in Laramie. Most people will continue to purchase within the state. Because to go to shop elsewhere is a long drive, long drive for most everybody else in the state. So... Okay, this is where, again, I see, I like this discussion. I really, it has everybody really thinking. I haven't decided that I want to uh, do this yet. I'm just thinking, I like the idea. I really think it's worth discussing this idea. And if I can get Representative Harshman on the air to talk about it, and maybe some people who are opposed to the idea, I will. But so far, what I like about the idea is the simplicity of it. Now, speaking of your legislative, well... I mean, let's face it. They've got a little bit of time to do a lot of things. Here's how they're fair. Got something to say to Glenn? Use the chat on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app and get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio. 7.45 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Day from Day Weather. Okay, so up about where I'm at and more northeastern Wyoming, it's cloudy, but my understanding, that's not where the action's at. Yeah, the action's down south. The moisture is, as we've been discussing over the last couple of days, is just going to line up with I-80. But it does look like there may be, before 
the day's over. We may see some rain and snow showers get as far north as Casper, South Pass, up through the Muddy Gap, Shirley Basin area. But it's more towards Evanston, to Rollins, to Laramie, to near Cheyenne, where the bulk of the snow showers will be today. Heaviest over those and near the southern mountains and heavy near that Utah border area. It's not continuous snow. It's kind of in patches. But that southern stretch of the state today into tonight is going to be where the action is. The rest of the state, kind of a yawner. Okay. Now, for the rest of the state, again, we get the Bighorn Mountains and other areas like the Black Hills who would still like to see some more whitecaps up there. That's not off the table. Not through Sunday. Through right. Sunday, very little going on. But next week we do. We do okay. see Next week uh, starts a weather pattern change. There's three things that that we are looking at to help us forecast, let's say, several weeks in advance. And we call them teleconnections, large-scale features with the weather that indicate changes down the road. And we have three of them that are are signaling fairly strongly that a change to colder, stormy weather in the West will start next week and into the first two to three weeks of March. So enjoy this little uh, little period of spring-like weather we're enjoying in some parts. Right. And it looks like those change outcomes, I, it, is it just going to be colder or colder and wetter? Yep. Okay. The <laughs> Well, that's pretty good. Now, in the meantime, though, I kind of wonder, I guess, when do we get the next drought update here? Is that tomorrow? The, the next drought uh, monitors yeah. are updated on Thursdays, but they're only valid through the, the following. Oh, he just kind of dropped down on me there. So you still with me? Yeah, yeah, they just came back. All I got was they're only valid through. The the Tuesday before. So, yes, we get a new drought monitor on Thursdays, but they're only updated through the, the prior Tuesday. Okay. That's great. What I'm curious about is I know that there are some areas north of us up into Montana and some out in the plains that could use a little bit of help, but it sounds like you're saying they're going to get some of that help. They're going to get some help, but, but keep this in mind, and that we, you and I talk about this a lot. The three driest months of the year on the plains in this region is December, January, and February. So even if you're drier than normal that time of year, you don't lose a lot of ground, okay, with drought conditions. But now that we're going into March, March through June are the four wettest months. That's where you got to get your precip. And if you fall behind those months, that's where trouble comes later. All right. Thank you, Don. Don Day with Day Weather. So that's what we'll be keeping an eye on all this time. It's it's going to be interesting because a lot of changes. But the next few days, just go ahead and enjoy them. So off we go to the icebox where Frank Gambino is waiting by. Frank, I'm going to go ahead and name some childhood smells. And you and everybody out there, immediately, you're going to get in your mind as if it's right in front of your nose. Okay, I'm ready. A box of crayons. Hmm, I yeah. like that, yeah. yeah you see? Yeah. I yeah. say that, and yeah. you instantly know. Some of you even know what that tastes like, by the oh, way. Oh, well, yeah. It's that waxy thing, but they oh, don't all God, taste yes. the same. They don't? I really? Think. So, like, does a purple crayon have a different flavor than a well, brown? Well, I, I thought it did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Freshly mowed grass. Oh, yeah. Okay, now here's here's what everybody knows this one. Play-Doh. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. The moment yeah, I say yeah. Play-Doh, everybody knows that smell. And, and then everyone in the room knows that smell. So the person's yeah. going, really? It's going to be all over the place. But the kids are like, oh, I yeah. oh, it's blue. Play-Doh is made with materials that if you worry one, the kid might eat it. Actually, it's okay. It, was ed- it is edible, I think. It, it is. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, here's one. Now, this is unique to every individual. Grandma's cooking. Yeah, my... Um 
mostly Italian, which yeah. was unbelievable. Okay. Now, this is going to depend on what part of the country you grew up in. I guarantee you, Frank, where I grew up, it's different from where you grew up. The smell of dirt. Smell of... It, it depends on where you are. Yeah, yeah. It, it, some people say that's the smell of money. Yeah. To, to me, in, growing, in, the, in the ag area. Well, see, so. I didn't grow up really where there was dirt. I grew up on islands, so there's sand with a lot of smell of uh, seaweed seeds and you know, stuff like that. Okay. And seaweed smells. Okay. Uh, let me see. The smell of a new doll or action figure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, smell of, uh, oh, cake batter. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, or or for that matter, the smell of cookie dough. Yeah, you, okay. you could you couldn't miss that a mile away. Here's one. You'll know this one right away. The smell of a band aid. It does have a smell to it. It does. Yeah. When it you smells, first open it, it smells sterile. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, markers. You know markers yes, the yes. same way that you know and, crayons. And, oh, oh, and we used to take them as kids and put them by your nose and like. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That cleared your sinuses out. The smell of your lunchbox when you start school. Yeah, it's clean, actually. Yeah, it actually, it doesn't stay that way, but no, there you no, go. No. So, yeah, I say those things, and right away people go, oh, I know that. Oh, of course. Men's College Basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys turned in yet another subpar performance. They were bulldozed by Nevada and Reno last night, in Reno last night, 76-58. Head coach Jeff Linder picked up two technical fouls in the first half and was tossed from the game. Shows you how the first half went for the Pokes. In fact, it was just an awful effort in the first 20 minutes, as UW was just 6 of 23 from the field, 2 of 12 from the three-point line. And for the game, the Cowboys shot 41% from the floor and 5 of 19 from 3. Brendan Wenzel had 17 points to lead the Cowboys, but their team's leading scorer, Sam Griffin, had just 6. Cowboys are just, they're just an average team, 13 and 13 overall, 6 and 7 in Mountain West play, while Nevada's 21 and 6 overall, 8 and 5 in league play. Folks will be at home on Saturday night in Larrabee to take on Boise State. Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team has a home game tonight against Mountain West Conference leader UNLV. Cowgirls are coming off a tough 5-point loss to Colorado State over the weekend to drop them the 14 and 10 overall, 9 and 4 in Mountain West play. UNLV is 12 and 1 in the league play, 22 and 2 overall. They look like the only team from the Mountain West worthy of an NCAA tournament bid. Wyoming did lose to UNLV in Las Vegas narrowly a bit earlier this season, so the Cowgirls have to, have to be encouraged by that. 6.30 start from the AA in Laramie this evening. In girls high school basketball from over the weekend, Cody over Kelly Walsh, 58 to 29, so Kelly Walsh is 9 and 11 on the year. Natrona beat Thunder Basin, 51-43 Three and the Shrona's five and fourteen. Cheyenne Central over Laramie fifth uh, forty-three to thirty-four. Central is fifteen and six, and Laramie is third is eleven and eight. Cheyenne East over Cheyenne South um, fifty-nine to twenty-two. East is twenty and two, and South is four and sixteen. And the one A ranks KC over Arveda Claremont forty-three thirty-four on Saturday. Buffalo over Glenrock seventy-nine to twenty-eight. Glenrock is five and ten. Hewlett over KC sixty-six thirty-eight. So KC drops to six and fifteen. Midwest is. 3 and 14, losing to Arveda Claremont 45 to 38. Junior college basketball tonight. The Casper College women, rated 20th in the country, will be on the road at Northwest DePaul. The T-Birds are 21 and 5 on the year. Casper College men, same thing. They're up in Paul tonight. And the T-Bird men are 18 and 8, and they have won 5 in a row. It's going to be busy in Casper and high school sports starting on Thursday. The state high school wrestling tournament kicks off at the Ford Center on Thursday and runs through Saturday. This is the largest attendance event on the culminating schedule for the Prepsters. And the first round will be tomorrow. The second Run on Friday. The semifinals on Friday night. The championship matches will be on Saturday afternoon. The state high school Nordic ski championships will be on Gasper Mountain with the freestyle 
race on Friday morning, and the Classic race will be on Saturday morning. And that's it in sports. So if those Casper girls are ranked 20th, is that good, bad, or very, mediocre? Very good. Very good. Okay. Yes, right. very good. How many teams are out there? Hundreds. Hundreds. Okay, well, that means they're actually very, they're very, pretty high. very good, yes. All right, thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business that we have to take care of. got Rollins News Time after that. National, local update on the weather forecast. Then you and I get back into it. Now, we can keep going on the tax subject, and that's fine by me. I have other things that I'm going to talk about. You can change the subject all you want. Phone number will be 888-97-WOODS. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. Talk about what I'm talking about or change the subject. Fine by me. I'll just kind of roll with it. Wake up, Wyoming. Six of time, it's a Wednesday, and over the hump we go, and we're reaching that time when anybody can interrupt me about anything. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear, because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? I kind of prefer when I reach the end of the day, and my, my, my underwear have just disappeared. I mean, they're just gone. Open phones, anyway. Morning. Wake Up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. <coughs> Dave, <coughs> all right, strap in and let's do this thing. Triple eight ninety seven woods the phone number. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. Right away, we go to Laramie where Mike's waiting by. Hello, Mike. Hey, Glenn. Good morning. Good morning. A couple of comments on the uh, property tax that you've been talking about all morning. The uh, first thing is on the bill that is, you were discussing is he's talking about fair market value. Mm-hmm. How do you determine the fair market value of a house until you sell it? Right. I've been asking for a long time is why should the value of my house be dependent on what somebody else's house is worth? And nobody, nobody has been able to give me an answer to that. And that's where it comes down to whenever they have these property assessors that show up for assessing your property for tax purposes. Oftentimes, I take a look at the numbers they put out and I think, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I, I, it's been, I've even, I've, there was, um, here I go, tongue tired. On uh, the Capital Outlook on PBS, there were a couple of legislators on there, and they flat out said the problem with property taxes here is that your value is dependent upon somebody else's value, but nobody gave an answer as to why that should be so. Mm-hmm. And I'd like an answer. Okay. I want a free mar- I want a free market answer as to why my house house's value is dependent on somebody else's house value. So now, how would you, unless you sell your house, how would you, Mike, determine the value of your house? I have no idea. Yeah, it's a really good question. Okay, I do think... 
Well, the current system is convoluted. I don't know the answer to fixing it, but the current system's convoluted. I mean, all I could figure is it has to be would have to be based on what I paid for it. Right. And what a willing buyer is willing to give me is the new value. Mm-hmm. I but also there had, is one other Go ahead. There is one there is one unintended consequence of this bill though. Mm-hmm. And that would affect federal your federal income tax. You know, when when you go through this itemizing you get to write off your property tax and your sales tax. So if you pay no property tax, you don't get that deduction on your federal tax. Ah, interesting. Okay. I'd like to know. If I can get Speaker Harshman on to talk about this, then I will think I'll ask him about that because that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, you, you, your, exemption, your write-off for sales tax will go up, yeah. but you'll lose your write-off on your property tax. Yeah, and you're never going to buy as much as you would have on your property anyway, so that's okay. Yeah. All okay, right. go ahead. Interesting, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate it. See, that's a very good question. Well, the idea of collecting a sales tax rather than a property tax, it's not just on the people who own properties in Wyoming or rent, because you people who rent, you're paying as well at part of your rent. And if property taxes go up, your rent goes up. But quite a bit of this money, there are people from out of state who come here on vacation. That's a lot. Wyoming tourism is huge. It's a good part of our economy. And all those people are paying taxes, which goes into the system that used to be the property tax system if we pass this bill. So that's why it it spreads it out over a a larger base that way. So that's how it would work. But he's got a great question there. So then what do I do when it comes to my tax write-off? I want to talk to your accountant back then if you have an accountant. Anyway, all right, Triple Eight Ninety Seven Woods is your phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Now we can keep going on that one, and that's fine. Another story. Now, Cowboy State Daily had a lot of great stories today. Here's another one: New federal railroad proposal would run three passenger rail routes through Wyoming. When's the last time we had passenger trains coming through Wyoming? Some of you know the answer to that. I don't. Not one, the story says, not two, but three passenger rail routes through Wyoming are now on a map for proposed expansion that has been developed by the Federal Railroad Administration, and a public comment session has been opened. Now, here, the first thing that worries me about this is, so, this doesn't sound very free market to me. I'm the free market kind of guy. If we have railroad passenger cars coming through, it's because some company decided that they could make a profit at it, not because the government's doing it. All right, so the new map was announced by an advocacy group all aboard Northwest, which formed in 2022, with the mission of ensuring that Wyoming and other flyover states would have an equal voice in proposed uses for billions of dollars that have been set aside in the Bipartisan Infrastructure Jobs Act for Rural Rails Service. See, this is what I don't like about it. Now, if it's not, if some company could see that passenger rail would be profitable, it'd already be happening. All right. The three routes that appear on the preferred new log distance route include 15 new routes on top of the Amtrak's existing network with three of those routes running through Wyoming. So let me see. Wyoming's three routes would include restarting the Interstate 80 corridor. That was Lasser by Amtrak Pioneer in 1997 as well. So I wonder, does that mean that we would then have the depot there in Cheyenne open again? 
as well as new north-south routes from Billings to Cheyenne, Denver, and beyond uh, the Wind River Canyon and Casper. The third route, completely new since the last workshop study was done, would nip and tuck into Wyoming at Cheyenne before heading north to Rapid City, South Dakota. Okay, interesting proposal, but because it's a government grant thing, right away I, I don't like the whole idea. Ace is in Laramie. Hello, Ace. Uh, good morning, Glenn. Uh, this is on property taxes. Okay. Uh, my wife and I are building a, a small home uh, in, in the mountains, and it's 24 by 32. Uh, they came to assess the taxes the first time they got the address wrong and assessed the neighbor's property. Uh, so anyway, they finally got it right. My property taxes went up 66%. Glenn, I have no services. They do not remove snow. They don't spray mosquitoes. I get nothing. They close the road in the winter time. So, but the good news is the uh, assessor went and talked to them. Uh, they had the worksheet as my house is complete. It's only half done. I didn't have a toilet. I have no running water. Hmm. Okay, so uh, I chit-chat with them, and, and I did not realize that people should ask for a worksheet. Yeah. I got a worksheet, and it was totally wrong, uh, 100% wrong. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, I said, please send me places that you use to compare my home with. Well, they sent me properties that sold in my area that were worth 500000 or more. Right. Yeah. So I got back with them. I said, I didn't ask for property that sold in my area. Please send me places that are comparable to mine, that do not have a well, you know, have an outhouse, things like that. And I've never heard back yeah, since. Yeah, right. And it sounds to so me... I have a neighbor... Yeah. Uh, from New York, he built a little house there. He's not been there in three years. We have so many people that move here. They're living on California wages. They build some some building, and my property taxes go up. Yeah. And South Dakota has a thing where if if you own property in South Dakota, but you do not live there, you should pay a special property tax. Mm. Sounds to me like whoever assessed your property never went up to visit it in the first place. You nailed it. They did not. They didn't even go there. They just took a guess at it. When you drive up someplace, Glenn, and there's tar paper and house wrap and no siding and an outhouse sitting there, obviously you go, well, this place must not be done. Right. So, uh... Yeah, so something's got to happen with the property taxes. Yeah. And again, I get people that move in and they build a million dollar shack and they haven't been there in three years. And, you know, Glenn, I'm living on, I endure the winters here. Mm -hmm. I also have endured the wages as well. Right. All right. You know, back in the day, I worked in California in the 80s. I made $1,600 a week after take-home pay. Yeah. So it's a little different here in Wyoming. So that's what I had to say, Glenn. Thank All right. You. Thank you, Ace. I appreciate that. Well, and also, now I'm glad, Sister Dear, I'm glad you sent me a note. My sister is an accountant. 
So she says, as far as sales tax written off on tax returns, more people can write off than can itemize and get property tax deduction. More people can write off than can itemize and get property tax deduction. This is something that it takes an accountant to educate us on. And I'm thinking I, Sister Dear, have a lot more questions on that. But first, I'm going to go off to Patrick, who's in Evansville. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Graham. How are you doing Good, today? sir. What you got? Uh, well, I was a uh, uh, previous caller hit on a lot of points um, that are relevant to me. I have 18 acres out here um, east of Evansville. Mm-hmm. My property taxes over the past nine years have increased by 2,300%. Wow. Okay. I went from $170 a year in property taxes, which is low, you know, yeah. to $4,500. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to people talk about the fact that Wyoming has low rates of taxation. My property taxes are now at 5% of our um, gross yearly income. We also have, my wife and I have to drive because we live in Wyoming. Right. We have a 24 cent a gallon um, fuel tax. We are also paying close to $1,000 a year in fuel taxes. We um, have three vehicles. Those three vehicles cost us $650 per year um, to license. Now, on top of this, we also pay sales taxes. All of a sudden, the state of Wyoming and Natrona County is getting a very large chunk of my income, but I... Um, like the previous caller, am receiving no services apart from the roads, which I agree we need to pay for. I don't have a problem with that. But I receive no services from the state or the county. I built my well. Mm-hmm. I built my septic system. I put up the fence around my property. I maintain my road. The county and the state do not do that. Okay. Now, what do we... Who's your state legislators out there? Do you know? Um, let's see. It is... Uh, uh, my senator is Boner, and mm. my representative is um, okay. Forrest well, Chadwick. So, for people like you, I mean, I'd love for you to have a chance to have a talk with them, but I would also well, like to... Well, and, have, and yeah. I've, I've, e- I've emailed these people. Yeah. Uh, before we got uh, redistricted, uh, my guys were uh, uh, McGuire and Landon. Okay. You know, and but nobody seems to care. Yeah. And this is what my, I'm saying. I would opinion, like to my, have my some. Opinion, my, my opinion on um, property taxes, it's a vestige of medieval 
uh, feudalism. Yeah, okay. I would like to have some meeting between state legislators and people across Wyoming, maybe a series of meetings where people who live out in more rural areas like you especially can tell them what you just told me. You're having me pay all this money, but I don't get anything for it. That's taxation without representation. Well, yeah, they tell me, well, we provide an education. No, you don't. I've talked to some of these kids that are coming out of schools right now. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're not being educated. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, and then they'll say, well, what, what about fire protection and uh, the sheriff's department? Well, that's the first time I've had to hit a dump button in a while. All right. I appreciate <laughs> Last time I actually hit the dump button, it was uh, Judy it and Casper. using that same word a while Yes, back. yes. And then it's not the last time I had to hit the dump button was Judy and Casper. And before that, it was Donald Trump. Oh, really? He said the same thing you just said. And I had to dump him right on here. All right. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate you calling in. It's Wake Up Wild. Serious takes on local politics or something like that. Tune in weekdays 6 to 10 a.m. to Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Twenty-seven at the time. It's wake up, Wyoming. First off, DJ Wildfree and Mills says Representative Tony Locke was has held multiple town halls with lots of people. Uh, he's held fantastic property tax bill. He said the rhinos defeated it. If you can talk to Tony, I'm trying to. I will try to get some of these representatives on. They're in the middle of a budget session right now, so it's hard to do. But if I can get some of them on, that's great. Now, to my sister, dear, she said I was going to call, but then messed up the number. Also notice your local listeners have a lot to get off their chest about the property taxes. Well, I tell you what, Sister Dear, when we get done with news at the bottom of the hour here, which would be about 36 after the hour, if you want to call in then because you have some interesting insights as an accountant on this, I think they would love to hear from you. Now, I think it really does come down to this is something I heard as a complaint years ago. I was in Gillette, Wyoming. I was talking to a member of the city council. And he was new on the city council, too. And he said it really, he owned a store in downtown Gillette. And since people knew who he was, where he was, day after day, people would walk in and say, well, you know, the city needs to, the city needs to, the city needs to. And everything the city needed to do would cost money. Quite a bit. And if the city's going to do everything everybody's demanding, then the city's going to have to raise a lot of taxes to get all this stuff done. So as much as I complain, and I do, our government needs to be doing a lot less, a lot less. Government should not be involved in anything anywhere near what they do on every level of government, from local up to federal. But it's going to start with people like us going up to government and saying, okay, you know, that's enough. We need you to do less to stop these programs. We have less people with their hands out to government and more people telling government they want them to do less. And that would definitely lower how much money government is asking for because government would get smaller and smaller. It begins with all of those people who have their hands out to government, which is one of the reasons why your taxes are so high. Coming up on 8.30, local news coming away right after local news update on the weather forecast. And you and I get back into it. 
888-97 Woods, the phone number, 888-97-WOODS. Wake up, Wyoming. The weekend. Polish off that tin hat. You'll need it for this one. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Available on demand on the Wake Up Wyoming app. Eight thirty-six. The time it's wake up, Wyoming. I'll get back to the taxing real quick. Just want to answer Susie and Casper. I had put up an article. I was driving down, see, past Douglas. What is that? Highway twenty-six, folks. That goes uh, all the way through to Lusk. And there's a lot of small towns along the way, and so on that I stopped, Bill, and, and took pictures of man villas, there, places like that. I brought a friend of mine who's uh, he, he likes photography, so he took some good pictures. And we saw a train, uh, or cars, really, just cars, uh, boxcars, parked right along the line up against the highway. So I had him take a whole bunch of pictures of graffiti, some really cool graffiti that was passing through the state. Susie says, I just read your article on cool train graffiti. Here's one I love. Took out my back door. Here's the thing, Susie. When I get, and that was a good picture you sent me. When I got to work, when I first started working at this location, there's a train yard right across the Platte River, just directly across the Platte River. You know, I get to work really early in the morning, like a little after two. And two boxcars were slamming together, as they do when they connect trains. And I didn't know that they were there, because I was new to the area. Two o'clock in the morning, and you hear that kind of a slam? That'll make you jump. Oh, hell. My sister dear is on the phone from Florida. She's an accountant. Morning. Good morning. Okay, so there's a lot of questions about, this is the, the Reader's Digest version of it. Property taxes have gotten out of control in Wyoming because of some people who have come in and purchased property at outrageously high prices, and it affects everybody else's property taxes. Hey, Florida's like that. Yeah, one of the solutions, <laughs> and I think it's an interesting solution I'm looking at, is, well, for people who are their property is worth a million dollars or less, and that could even go up to $2 million or less eventually. No property tax. Instead, we just have a sales tax. And since, like Florida, we have a lot of tourists, a lot of that would be eaten up by the tourists out there. But one of the concerns was, then, how do I write property taxes off on my taxes? Yeah, so sales tax, there is a spot on your tax return for sales tax. And you don't have to itemize to do that. See, the problem right now is the IRS a few years ago changed the the itemized, you know, the standard deduction to this really gigantic amount. And then a whole lot of us can't itemize anymore. So we can't even deduct our property taxes. And if you have a mortgage, the insurance anymore, you know, because we have this high deductible. But sales tax, and I can't remember the what page or where it's at, I can still deduct sales tax. So if I buy a car that year, um, if you buy something big, I can deduct that. Or maybe this would fall under that if you have a big amount. Otherwise, it's based on income. So, you know, if I haven't bought anything big, I just base it on income and it asks my sales tax rate based on the state I live in or, I mean, okay. the county. 
And um, so that would be a benefit tax-wise. Okay, so I guess that they're assuming if I'm making a certain amount of money and I live in Wyoming, that I am probably spending this much to live, therefore my sales tax deduction would be the following. Yeah, they're assuming, yeah, that based on our income, what we're purchasing, yeah. Unless you buy something big, and then you're allowed to list that, too. So, so yeah, so actually that's an interesting idea. Okay, you (laughs) see, this is what you just named here is what most people have no idea about. Most people go ahead and do their taxes and never think that they can do something like that. Yeah, and if they're not having a professional do it, they don't might not know about it, and they're not looking for that on the, you know, whatever program. I don't want to, you yeah. know, <laughs> advertise for some, but you know, I buy a program and I do ta- I do my own taxes, and I know where to look for it. Okay, it's handy to have so. a accountant in the house. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks for that. I appreciate your call. How's the weather okay. down there? I think it cleared up finally. Well, yeah, it's clear, but you know, um, some of us might have the heat on, even though oh. it's probably sixty outside. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, sister. That's my sister, who's an accountant. So that should answer your question. <clears throat> well, how I can't deduct my property tax, and she's saying that's actually better. It might be a good thing. If you know how to itemize deductions or get someone who can itemize for you. Oh, this came in too late. White Eagle, ask your sister if opting out of taxes is legal. No, it's not. I don't have to ask my sister for that. No, you can't. <laughs> I, I saw a meme just recently. Dear IRS, I would like to cancel my subscription. <laughs> Tom and Casper HB203 combines a statewide sales tax increase to pay for a residential property tax cut based on fair market value. But only the land for a residential property is valued. See, again, this is where I and I know businesses are not valued there. This is where I would like to get uh, Mr. Harshman in because, see, on the surface, I like the idea. But there's lots of questions that have to be answered before we did something like this. Now, I'll tell you why surface-wise I like the idea. As I've, I know I've mentioned way too much, I wrote a book called The Uncomplicated Life. And usually the best way to do things, usually, is the least complicated way. Some time ago, I did meet someone, and this was in Campbell County, who was a property tax assessor. And I said, you know, there's a lot of people who complain about you. I know. Well, okay, let's, let me ask you. When you go to assess someone's property tax value, how do you do it? Well, we take this, that, that, and the other thing, and he named all the things that they take. And we insert it into this program here, and the program spits out what your property would be worth under your assessed value. Then I asked, but do you understand how that works? No. I don't. Even the property tax assessor doesn't understand how it works. Bill is in Laramie County. Hi, Bill. Hi, Glenn. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I think it's very interesting that last year we had uh, uh, some laws come forward, proposed legislation concerning tax, property taxes, and the legislature failed to do anything with those, kicked them to the curb. Now there is a ballot initiative coming forward, and it still needs some more signatures and needs more work, and that doesn't mean it can't come back again with more power behind it, but... uh, 
And now the legislature wants to, instead of cutting 50% of the property tax, they want to offset it and still say, you know, they need more money. They need more money. Um, You know, the bottom line is our schools who are getting the majority of our property tax are way out of line on all of their um, equity inclusion, all their, all their woke stuff. They're, they're not back to the basics of, teaching math, reading, and arithmetic, uh, you know, history, that kind of stuff. Um, I I think it's just interesting now that they're coming up with proposals uh, to try and offset losing any kind of money. Right. Because uh, that ballot initiative, even though it might not, it might go away this year, it's going to keep coming back. It is, yeah. Yeah. This is why I appreciated some time ago the gentleman from Laramie who called and said, my property taxes have gone way up, but I'm not getting any extra services out of it, so what am I paying for? So, so Glenn, I can tell you about me. Uh, I I have a, some property. I have some farms, and I have the same problem. The county doesn't even... I have a county road. The county hasn't... Uh, they bladed it maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. They don't mow it anymore. Yeah. I ended up I ended up mowing my own county road before winter hits, so I can still get in and out. Um, and I end up plowing it a lot by myself. Yeah. Um, and even though you call the county and and bring that to their attention, it only makes it worse. So uh, the county isn't even doing the job that they're already getting money for in our county. So uh, you know. As I see those, um, the things the county's supposed to be taking care of go down and down and down. Yeah. Um, it, it, it causes concern for me. And I will tell you from knowing what government does is they have a mentality of if we just, uh, don't do something, let it get worse, they're going to believe we need more money. Yeah. Right. Instead of evaluating what kind of services are you providing and are you doing it efficiently? Um, they, they're not using their funds efficiently, is what I think. Okay. Um, All right. But yeah, so I mean, they're always going to say they want more money, and they will they will give you less services. Yeah. To try and offset that narrative, except they need more money. Okay, I got to run to the next break. Thanks for Bill uh, calling in from Laramie County. I appreciate it. It's wake up, Wyoming. Live and across Wyoming, wake up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Join in at 888-97-WOODS or the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. Coming up on 8.50, off we go to the icebox, Frank Gambino's waiting by. So, Frank, before there was this newfangled thing called the interweb that all the kids are talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, I've I'm heard sh- about it, yeah. It's a passing fad, I'm telling you. There was, uh, people read, like, uh, dime novels, uh, magazines, books. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I, I like Sports yeah, Illustrated yeah. magazine when it was sure. reputable. I yeah. like Mad Magazine, too. Sure. Now, back in the dime novel era, Zane Gray. Zane Gray. Zane Gray wrote just one Western after the next. These people shaped the reputation of Wyoming. I have a story on it on the Wake Up Wyoming site where you can take a look at some of these old dime novels. Buffalo Bill's Pursuit by Colonel Preston Ingram. I mean, it's it, stories about people who now are like uh, Calamity Jane. Oh, okay, yeah. Who would not have become, become famous at all if somebody didn't start writing about her. 
back then that was a big deal. Oh, I'm sure it was, and, yeah. Yeah, so people got an idea of what it was like to live out west based on a bunch of novels that you could buy for a dime and were mostly lies. <laughs> true, true enough. Men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys would get another iffy performance as they were bulldozed by Nevada and Reno last night, Reno last night, 76-58. Head coach Jeff Linder picked up not one but two technical fouls in the first half back-to-back and was thrown out of the game. Shows you how much uh, the first half was going for the folks. In fact, there was just an awful effort in the first 20 minutes. UW just 6 of 23 from the field and 2 of 12 from the three-point line. For the game, the Cowboys shot 41% from the floor and 5 of 19 for 3. Brendan Wenzel had 17 points to lead the Cowboys, but the team's leading scorer, Sam Griffin, had just 6. Cowboys are just, they're an average team. 13 and 13 overall, 6 and 7 in Mountain West play, while Nevada is 21 and 6 overall, 8 and 5 in the lead. The folks will be at home on Saturday night in Laramie to take on Boise State. Well, I mean, Cowgirl basketball team with a big game tonight taking on Mountain West Conference leader UNLV. Cowgirls are coming off a tough five-point loss to Colorado State over the weekend, so they're 14-10 and 10 overall, 9-4 and four in Mountain West play. UNLV has won 12 of 13 league games, and 20, they're 22-2 and two overall. Look like They look like to be the only team in the Mountain West worthy of an NCAA tournament bid. Now, Wyoming did lose to Las Vegas in, um, in lost to UNLV in Vegas 58-51 earlier this year, so the Cowgirls have to be encouraged by that. And as a 6-30 star from the AA in Laramie tonight. Junior college basketball, the Casper College men and women will be at northwest of Powell tonight. The Tiber women are 21 and 5. They're rated 20th in the country and the Tiber men are 18 and 8 and they have won 5 in a row. Girls high school basketball from Friday. It was Cheyenne Central over Laramie 43 to 34. Central is 15 and 6 and Laramie is 11 and 8. Cheyenne East over Cheyenne South 59 to 22. East is 20 and 2 on the year and South is 4 and 16. The Trona beat Thunder Basin 51-43 so NC improved to 5 and 14. Kelly Walsh drops to 9 and 11 with a 58 29 loss to Cody. Also in 1A on Friday, KC over Arveda Claremont 43 to 34. On Saturday, Buffalo defeated Glenrock 79 to 28. So the Herders are 5 and 10 on the year. Hewlett over KC 66 38. So KC is now 6 and 15 and Midwest is 3 and 14 as they lost to Arveda Claremont 45 to 39. It'll be a busy week in Casper High School sports wise starting tomorrow. The State High School Rust tournament kicks off at the Ford Center and runs through Saturday. This is the largest attendance event on the culminating schedule for the Prepsters. And the first round will be tomorrow. The second round on Friday. The semifinals on Friday night. Championship matches will be on Saturday afternoon beginning at 2 p.m. State High School Nordic Ski Championships will be on Casper Mountain with the freestyle race on Friday morning. And the classic race will be on Saturday morning. So there's not a single hotel room left in Casper. My guess right is be there, there, there are very, 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 very few. So yeah, it'll okay. be the invasion of the buses, invasion yes. of the cars, okay. you know, Pick a direction, you're going to see these folks. Yeah, okay, so don't even bother going to fast food restaurants for the next couple of well, days. Yeah, if you can beat the buses in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you don't beat the buses in, we've it's been there, Frank. We've been oh, there. Oh, no, I, I, I've been there. I've had to hurry, and I still didn't make yeah, it. Exactly. That's right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business. Then news time, national local update on the weather forecast. Then we get back into it again with open phones. Wake up, Wyoming.
9.06 of time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. It's a Wednesday, so over the hump we go. 888-97-WOODS, the phone number. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. Today's show is sponsored by Dissolving Underwear. Because who wants to wear wet undies anyway? I kind of like it when I get home at the end of the day. My underwear's just gone. I mean, it just works out for me. Greg is in Laramie. Hi, Greg. Hey, how's it going, Glenn? Good, sir. What you got? I've Well, I've been listening to Senator Larry Hicks for too long, really, but... When he starts quoting Chris Ray, um, it, it, it makes me, it, you know, reminds me of what uh, President Joe Biden should do uh, when he's elected to his second term is fire Chris Ray as his FBI has proven ineffectual, um, getting duped by a Russian agent, um, Chris Ray's former associate, Robert Hur writing a terribly slanderous DOJ piece against President Biden. And and generally, uh, that's the kind of swamp that should get drained. Um, removing Chris Ray would be, as he's been very poor about expressing what crime is actually occurring in America. Okay. And so I think that particular person should be removed and um, should be gone uh, yeah. in the next Biden term. I would actually like to not only get rid of Biden and the vice president and everybody in the cabinet, but also uh, most of the bureaucracy and pretty much everybody in Congress. I don't care which party. And I'd like to start fresh. Well, uh, I've tried to do that a few times, but again, practical, intelligent people don't get elected. No, no, they don't. They don't. (laughs) Have we tried witchcraft yet? Have we tried that? Can we go to somebody who maybe can go ahead and, and throw some bones and cast a spell to fix this? I don't know. Okay. Uh, when I look at Harriet Hageman, I'm not sure that it's not witchcraft. That's, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy, you just said the wrong thing there. Because I'm talking, she's like a voodoo queen, if anything. Okay? So if word gets back to her what you just said, I mean, bad things are going to start happening, and you can blame. In fact, just do that from now on, Greg. Every time something bad happens, it's Harriet's fault. Um. Nah, you know I parse I parse the truth a little better than that. But okay, she is uh, she is uh, again when she looks at me I get I, I get, get, nervous. get, get, get nervous. I just want to imagine, and this is where I think she's effective, whether you like her or not. I she has gone and argued in front of the Supreme Court and won. I just want to imagine you, you're involved in some kind of a lawsuit or criminal trial, and you look over and the attorney on the other side is Harriet. That should strike fear into you. It should, but if based on what I'm seeing, I'm going to take Hunter Biden's attorney, and he will win. As, <laughs> yeah. um, well, if you can defend Hunter, Bi- if you can defend <laughs> Hunter Biden and win, you're good. Well, wait a second. Here's the deal: if you look at the FBI, the FBI has a picture of what uh-huh. they are claiming yeah. is cocaine, mm-hmm. and it's really three lines of sawdust. I mean. Uh-huh. Having, you know, people that don't know anything about drugs run the FBI seems yeah. to be a little bit problematic. Oh, okay. That's, so, that's, so you don't think I mean, there's a you don't think there's a problem with Hunter? Um, I think Hunter Biden is an addict and they are uh, selective prosecution and um, right. you know to really go after an addict uh, Joe Biden's only remaining son yeah. is really terrible. It okay. is a terrible 
He has nothing to do with government. See, yeah, but now here, here's, here's what I'm really getting at, though, Greg. When I take a look at people, and let's just pick Washington, D.C., because we can go a lot of places. We'll just pick Washington, D.C. You would be hard-pressed to find anyone who is not stupid, inept, corrupt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I don't care which party you're talking about. So I don't find myself in a position where I want to defend anybody. I really don't. Well, there's a lot of smart ones there, but they're not in Congress. They're the ones no. running those big uh, contracting firms. Yeah, they, with the lobbyists that show up. Wave the flag and get yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, those are the people, the smart ones who show up. Those are the smart ones. Yeah, the people who take advantage of the system. But the people who are running the system, I don't really like many of them. Most of them I don't like. So I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to defend anyone, Greg, because I really I want them all to go. Well, I'd sweep house too. I'd be more than happy to do that. Okay. So let's maybe. I doubt that's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But I, you know, <laughs> it's not going to happen. But I'm going to get Harriet Hageman to. I'm going to get Harriet to cast a spell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Triple eight ninety seven Woods. The phone number eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Okay. Now. We, I just went down the hallway. There's a guy who works down with me down the hallway at the, uh, it's basically the pop station, uh, in our area. So he plays a lot of the more recent music. And if I say a lot of the music that uh, most of this audience wouldn't understand, then that would be about right. I mean, I walk by all the time listening to the music going, I, I'm old enough that I don't get it. But anyway, it's very popular music today. And his name is Sean. He goes by DJ Nike. He's very good at what he does. And I had to walk into the studio. After I said this to Miss Mary, and Miss Mary agreed, I walked into the studio and I told Sean this. And I said, Sean, I want, for just a moment, let's take a look at your audience and my audience. My audience this morning, I got on the air at 6 a.m. And I said, hey, guys, we're going to talk about tax reform on property taxes in the state of Wyoming. And the lines lit up, and we've been doing it for a little over three hours now. In fact, Jean, Jean, I'll get to you in just a second. She's calling in from Laramie about property taxes. People who are messaging me off the Wake Up Wyoming app. I mean, I have a long list here of people who are messaging me over property taxes. It has lit up the lines and just exploded the app. I said, Sean, I would like you to get on tomorrow morning on your morning radio program on the pop music station and tell that audience, this morning we're going to talk about property taxes. And he laughed and said, no way. <laughs> and it would just be total crickets. Morning, Gene. Yes. What you got uh, for me? I live, in Laram I live in Laramie, Wyoming. Okay. And uh, I want to say, first of all, um, the University of Wyoming uh, pays no property taxes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am a landowner, and I also have some rentals, and uh, it's kind of like a, an imbalance, let's say. I'm understanding this property tax reduction would be for your personal home. Is that right. correct? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm more than happy to see a reduction in property taxes, at least for my personal home. But I do feel that um, uh, sales tax... Um, at least in our city, makes things uh, more equitable. Right. Because everyone buys some kind of consumer goods, and therefore uh, maybe not such a large burden is carried by uh, landowners who are assessed property taxes. Sure. Okay. Uh, Laramie has a population of about 
32,000 people. I am, I, I can't get a current population of students, but with WyoTech and the University of Wyoming, uh, I'm assuming that it's over one third of Laramie mm-hmm. is a student population. Okay? Yeah. Um, one person called in talking about um, a, um, a property tax assessment that they felt was uh, unfair. And uh, I have found that you can protest um, um, a, an assessment. And um, we were sent twice, uh, someone from Cheyenne, Wyoming, from the state, who assessed our properties and did a very good job. And uh, so there is that outlet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another man called in and he was wondering how on earth they decide how much your property is worth. If you call up the county courthouse and you have the address of your home, they can give you a list of comparables. Uh, so there will be three that are maybe almost similar to the price of your property. Or slightly less, right. and then there will be three similar to the price of your property and slightly more, and they will give you the addresses of these properties, so if you care to take the initiative to drive by, you can actually see how your house falls as far as that assessment goes for the value. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. I do think, well, one of the things, Eugene, that I think that would also help when it comes to uh, a sales tax, if we went that way, up to about 15% of taxes collect, sales taxes collected in Wyoming are from tourists. And so that really takes some of the burden off of the rest of the people of Wyoming. If we have all these people coming in. The tourists also pay a lodging tax um, for motels and stuff, yes. It helps spread the pain a lot. All right. Thank you, Gene. I appreciate that. Off we go to Mike, who's in Cheyenne. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Brian. Yes, sir. I would like to put it out there that we are a constitutional republic, mm-hmm. not a democracy. True. Democracy is not the route to go. We should go back to being a, a constitutional republic. Yeah. That's what's put us in the shape we've done. We, the people, have dropped the ball as far as taking care of not only each other, but... The government's supposed to answer to us, not yeah. the opposite. Right. Government is not supposed and to be telling you what to do or providing for you. That's not their job. That's right. And the more people that actually wake up to that, the better off we're going to be. But mm-hmm. you keep hearing this democracy all the time, and yeah. we're not. Well, we actually are a democracy yeah. now. Yeah, well, that's that's the garbage that's taught in public schools, Mike. Well, and I don't even call it public school. I yeah. call it government school. Yeah, you'd be correct. All right, Mike, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. Do you have any history of mental illness in your family? I have an uncle who does yoga. Allergies? Cowardice and weak-willed men. And hazelnuts. Sexual history? Epic and private. Okay. Well, that image is going to stick with you all day. The only show broadcasting from a bunker under Devil's Tower. Hey, it's cold down here. Wake up.
Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods, 6 a.m. weekdays, a.m. 1030 and FM 95.1. Time is Wake Up Wyoming. Back to the phones I go. Rose has been waiting by. Morning, Rose. Good morning, Glenn. Yeah? Did you get anybody? I Judy told me that there's been a heck of a debate on this House Bill 203. Right. Has anybody clarified the penny issue? No. No. Okay. I'll give it a whirl. Okay. Currently, the state has four pennies. There's three local pennies currently. They're going to drop one. That leaves us with, that leaves two, one being permanent. The individual local counties can opt out of one. Park and sublet opt out right now. So that leaves us a total of, with increasing the, the two pennies in exchange for property taxes, a maximum of eight is it. Okay. And you can and the local governments can opt out to make seven if the people want that. Right. So the thing to remember about this, I know there's a and I had I had, I was really opposed to this as well. I I don't I don't hold it against anybody for being uh speculative of this, but property taxes we have no control over. They assess it, we pay it. With a sales tax, it's a consumption tax, and you decide where you're going to go and spend your money. Right. And food is not taxed in Wyoming. Okay. Food and shelter is what you need to survive. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Yeah. I'll keep it short and simple so people can understand okay. it. Maybe. To, to me, uh, just on face value, because I really haven't dug into this yet, it sounds like a pretty good proposal, and mainly because, as you know, I have that book, The Uncomplicated Life. I like things yes, when they're more simple. And the property tax system in um, in Wyoming is, like a lot of other states, just difficult to understand, convoluted. Even tax assessors don't understand how it works, and they're the ones mm-hmm. doing the assessing. Mm-hmm. So th- something that's just simply, well, here's a sales tax. Well, hell, that clears everything up, doesn't it? That's pretty simple. It it does. There's only one other thing that would be more simple, simple than this, and that's acquisition. But yeah. this is the best bill that we have still viable that passed the House or Revenue Committee and yeah. uh, House Revenue uh, and – it's it's not a done deal yet, you know. It's it's got to go on through Senate and it's got to get passed by the governor. But this is the only thing. This this gives actual relief and reform, and right. and that's that's all we're left with because the other bills were killed. One Tony Locke's bill one twenty seven would have been fantastic, but right. it's it's a done deal. So if if people want relief this year, this this is what we got. Okay. I still tell people to sign that ballot initiative because I do feel that it held held them accountable and that's why we're seeing this mm-hmm. and if if this if all this fails when we still have the option the people still can legislate one of 26 states okay thank you rose we're gonna move on to micah who's in cheyenne oh i lost micah okay well Mike, if you want to try it back, 888 woods the phone number, 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. Jay and Casper, next step, slapping the sales tax on real estate, proven wrong. So, okay, here's the deal. This, If you haven't seen this yet, I'll make sure to do some kind of a write-up tomorrow as well on the Wake Up Wyoming site. But this is a story on Cowboy State Daily about a proposed bill that would, for most of Wyoming, eliminate property tax. Okay, it changes that whole property tax thing. So imagine you own a home. Let's say I'm I'm picking a number out of thin air. Your home is three hundred thousand dollars. I don't know your whole property, whatever. You're, well, that's below the one million dollar mark, so you're not paying any 
taxes on it. Okay. So your taxes instead are a sales tax. So, yeah, your sales tax would tick up a little bit. However, a lot of this is absorbed because Wyoming tourism industry is so big. A lot of tourists pay that. So that spreads out really well. Now, the money is collected by the state and goes to the counties, is distributed to the counties. There you go. And if they wind up with a bit of a surplus, well, there can be refunds. Now, that's the gist of it. I have to dig a little bit more into the bill. But that's what we've been talking about this morning, which to me, I like it for, I still have to dig into it. So I haven't said yes or no yet. But I like the idea because I like to simplify things. And right now I have, it was, it's been a while, but I have one time sat down with a Wyoming tax assessor and asked about the process of assessing someone's property tax. It is so convoluted, so complicated that even the assessor couldn't explain how it worked. And this is the person doing the assessments. Right. I am in favor of getting rid of a system like that and going to something that's really simple to understand. And so you purchase something and there's a tax on it. There, you paid it. And there's no property tax. To me, that's so much more simple. All right. 888-97. These are great calls this morning, by the way. Uh, thanks for all that. 888 Woods, the phone number 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. I got to do some local news right after some local news update on your weather forecast. Then you and I get back into it. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Busy tricking pescatarians into eating Rocky Mountain oysters. Wake up, Wyoming, with Glenn Woods. Nine thirty-six. The time it's Wake Up, Wyoming. Frank and Casper. Uh, one question I have on House Bill two hundred three: Are landlords? of exempt properties going to lower rents accordingly? That's a great question. If a landlord pockets the extra cash, the renters are now carrying a higher burden. Okay, see, that is a great point. If I were a landlord and I my properties had um, not been all rented out to make myself more competitive, I would, definitely. Mike is in Sheridan. Morning, Mike. Hey, uh, Glenn. Yes, sir. So, I was just listening to your show here, and he had a caller talking about not uh, prosecuting Hunter because yeah. he was a only child and he was a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. And if we're not going to prosecute only children or drug addicts, yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is. We might not prosecute uh, Joe because he's a feeble old man with a poor memory. Right. Well, you said only living child, not only child, but only, not only child, but only living child. But no, I, I see what you're saying. There's all sorts of excuses for not uh, prosecuting these people. I think most people in Washington, D.C. need to be in jail, honestly. Well, we're going after a guy for thinking about the possibility of jaywalking. I mean, Donald Trump, we're investigating him for everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the two-tier justice system. The people see through a lot of it, and that mm-hmm. helps. But still, uh, a lot of people don't. 
Yeah. And it, it, it's a travesty. It's a shame what we've become there. Uh, he is, Trump is the new Navalny. Uh, they're going after a political opponent. Okay. I do think the American people absolutely suck when it comes to picking who's going to be in charge of things in our country. We just pick the worst possible people. Well, not only do we pick the worst people, hmm. uh, but the system is, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I realize that, but it's it's just, it's so corrupt. Yeah, it is. And, you know. All right. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Off to I-80, John, who wants to talk about the tax situation. Hi, John. Oh, Glenn, good morning. Good morning. So uh, when I thought about this as it's going on, um, 75% of most people's property tax bills on the residential side go to education in one form or another, state, local. I want to see the reaction from the teachers' unions when combined their heads across the entire state explode over this hmm. because they're going to lose their gravy train because if the state is sending down the money and say the state says and we'll just throw a round number say the state says we're going to give you nine thousand dollars per student enrolled right. you figure out how to make that go and take care of your kids and that's just a ballpark number i'm sure it's probably more how are the teachers gonna you know Mm-hmm. Say, oh, we need another teacher's aid. We need another uh, guidance counselor. We need this. Well, we ain't got the money, so sorry. Yeah. You're just going to have to make do with what you have. Right. And I think that's going to be some of the best kickback on, like, uh, well, and here's, I think, NPR. a big uh, part of it. Right away, the teachers' union will start to say, well, you're hurting teachers in the classroom. And the answer is, what we should be doing is hurting the bureaucracy because the bureaucracy is what's out of control. We are too big and bureaucratic in this state. Mm -hmm. If we get rid of most of the bureaucrats, we'll have more than enough money for all the teachers. Oh, yeah. and But, no, they're not going to say you're hurting the teachers in the classroom. The first thing they're going to say is this is going to hurt the children because that's their favorite card to play. Yeah, You know, that's the one that's on the top of the deck. Oh, sure. Hurting the children. Any (laughs) cut is a bad cut. You can't cut anything without them screaming bloody more. It's like a paper cut, Any anything at all. Well, it's like, you know, we have a 20-year-old school, and we can't renovate it because we just need a new school. And I was like, why? I I mean, the grammar school I went to was a Catholic school, yes, but it was 50 years old when I went there, and that was 50 years ago, and they're still using that same building. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a little maintenance goes a long way rather than just constantly building these new schools. Again, the education is what's killing us across the property tax issue. Right. All right. Hey, Glenn, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you, John. And on that note, I remember, now, I, with all due respect for those people who are over in, um, um, sorry, that was me adjusting the microphone there. Squeak. Uh, over in Shoshone, because it's a, a town that got a new school. And I pulled into Shoshone one time, and I'm kind of driving around looking at it. And, wow, that school is a nice building. I mean, wow, did the state spend a lot of money on that school. Holy cow. And I don't want to take anything away from the kids in Shoshone, but I looked at it and thought, they didn't need a school that nice and that expensive. You could have gone with something very basic and saved the taxpayers a lot of money, and you still would have been just fine. 
You don't need all the bureaucracy. You don't need a building that big and beautiful. You just need the basics here because it's not about how good the building looks or how many bureaucrats you have. It's about what happens in the classroom. We focus on that. Our kids will learn just fine. They don't need to have all of the fancy bells and whistles and all that goes with it. They just need, again, a basic-looking school and good teachers with not much of a bureaucracy at all is really what we should be aiming for here. 942, Wake Up. Covering world-ending catastrophes for years to come. It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Find content, chat live, and listen on demand on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. 947, the time Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to the icebox and Gambino's waiting by. Frank, I'm going to give you a beer quiz. Oh, well. Now, you should be good at this. If you flunk this, I'm going to go have a well, drink Well, I, I, I have to drink more then. Well, I, okay, that would be your punishment. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you a slogan, and you okay. tell me the beer. Okay. King of beers. Bud. Okay. Uh, Budweiser. Yep. Okay. Uh, at one time, this one popular beer, and this is going to be, well, okay, refreshes the other, uh, refreshes the other, I, well, I'm reading it backwards, I'm sorry, refreshes the parts other beers can't reach. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. It's a, it's not a, an American beer. Heineken? Okay, I'll put down Heineken over here. It looks so far so good. Okay. Uh, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. That would be Schlitz? Uh, okay. Not old Milwaukee? Oh, no, that's right. It could have been, could yeah. Have been, yeah, okay. Oh, and that's, okay. that was awful beer. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Schlitz well, I mean, just think too. of the name, Schlitz, right there. That tells you. That just sounds bad. It yeah. sounds like a word I can't say. But, but, but it was, it, at the time, it was a, an enormous brewery in Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. Uh, it didn't get, oh, it doesn't get any better than this. Bush. That's not even on the list. Oh. Okay, what was that? Let's see. Rainier, Miller, Hams, or Old Milwaukee. Hams was um, sky blue waters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to go with um, Miller. I don't know if that's the case yet. Okay. Oh, this is a quiz. This is a quiz, yeah. Okay. Which, I don't even drink beer, but which is the most popular slogan for Miller beer? If you've got the time, we've got the beer. It's Miller time, all of the above. Probably both, but Miller, yeah. Miller time is the one they've used lately. Yeah. But the first one was a classic one. There's right? also the champagne of champagne beer. of beers. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 regular Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're gonna say all of the above? Yeah. All okay. of them. Yeah. A popular Western Canadian brewery will tell us it's the beer out here. Hmm. I don't think that's Molson. Yeah. I don't, I don't okay. think that's it. There's. Cocony, Molson, Labat Blue, Labat, yeah. Coors. Maybe maybe Labat. Okay, maybe. try that one. You got a couple more to go here. This popular North American beer was often referred to as the Silver Bullet. Oh, I know that one. Coors Light. Coors, yeah, okay. Uh, who tells us out of the darkness comes the light? No clue. Okay, I'm going to guess... Guinness, but I'm probably wrong. Uh, Mexican beer, miles away from ordinary. Modelo? Okay, we'll try that one. Uh, or and then, Corona? Uh, well, we can go with Corona. Or Tecate? Corona. Uh, let me see. Since 1919, this is one of North America's most popular brews, the Frosty Mug Sensation. The 
The frosty mug sensation. I'm going to go with A&W root beer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that's good beer, too. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, this is horrible. You know what they did, Frank? I, I clicked on this. Okay, so what's my results? And it took me to an ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Frank, we're never going to know the answers here, so yeah, why don't you just go with sports and we'll try to figure then. it out. All righty. College basketball for the guys. The Wyoming Cowboys turned into yet another subpar performance. They were just bulldozed by Nevada and Reno last night, 76-58. Head coach Jeff Linder picked up not one but two technical fouls in the first half and was thrown out of the game. Shows you how the first half was going for the folks. In fact, it was just an awful effort in the first 20 minutes. UW to 6 of 23 from the field and 2 of 12 from the three-point line for the game. They were 5 of 19 from three and shot 41% from the floor. Brendan Wenzel had 17 points to lead the Cowboys, but UW's leading scorer, Sam Griffin, had just six. Cowboys are just an average team. They're 13 and 13, 6 and 7 in Mountain West play. Nevada's 21 and 6 and 8 and 5 in league play. The Cowboys will be at home on Saturday night in Laramie to meet Boise State. Well, I mean, Cowgirl basketball team with a huge game tonight against Mountain West Conference leader UNLV. The Cowgirls are coming off a tough five-point loss to CSU over the weekend to drop them the 14 and 10 overall, 9 and 4 in Mountain West play. UNLV is 12 and 1 in league play and 22 and 2 overall, and look like the only team in the Mountain West worthy of an NCAA tournament bid. Wyoming did lose to UNLV in Las Vegas earlier this season, but it was close. Cowgirls have to be encouraged by that. 6:30 start from the Double A in Laramie tonight. In junior college basketball, the Casper College teams will be on the road at Northwest of Palm. Casper College women are rated 20th in the country this week. They're 21 and 5, and the Casper College men they've won five in a row, and they sit at 8-18. Eight and 18. In girls' high school basketball from on Friday, it's Giant Central over Larry 43-34. So Central is 15 and 6. Laramie is 11 and 8. Cheyenne East over Cheyenne South, 59 to 22. East is 20 and 2 on the year. South is 4 and 16. Natrona got to 5 and 14 with a 51-43 win over Thunder Basin. Kelly Walsh drops to 9 and 11 with a 58-29 loss to Cody. Also in the 1A ranks, KC over Arvita Claremont, 43-34. Then on Saturday, Buffalo over Glenrock, 79 to 28. Glenrock is 5 and 10. Hewlett beat KC, 66-38. So KC is 6 and 15. And Midwest is 3-14 and 14 after a 45-39 loss to Arvita Claremont. And the High State High School Wrestling Tournament will start tomorrow at the Ford Center in Casper. Then on Friday, the State Nordic Ski Championships will be on Casper Mountain Friday morning and Saturday morning. Which brand made all Milwaukee famous? Schlitz? Schlitz. Okay. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, popular slogan from Miller Beer was all of the above. That yeah, was yeah, pretty good here. Silver Bullet, of course, is Coors yeah. Light. Uh, out of the darkness comes light is Guinness. Hey, okay. I, Mexican I, beer that always miles away from ordinary is Corona. Corona. And the A&W root beer <laughs> was, because they said, they say right here, it can't all be about alcoholic beer, can it? No, no. no it doesn't have to be. It says, all right. I like that Actually, one. you did very good on that quiz. Well, thank you. I'll take exactly. that bonus right now. I don't have to go have a talk with your bartender. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Right. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. It's Wake Up Wyoming.